Hello, and welcome to the Self-Sufficient Hub podcast. I'm Carl from selfsufficienthub.com, and I'm here to talk about all things self-sufficiency, all things homesteading, and about how we can reduce the gap between our consumption and our production. Sustainability and food security matters. Okay, guys, you all know what this is. This is our six months out of sync southern hemisphere version of our four things to do before the end of the month. So it's August now, but for you guys down under and the like, it is more like our February. What I mean is it is the start of the year. It's just coming into spring. It's still the end of winter, maybe, depending on where you are. Maybe spring has sprung. Maybe it has not. But either way, you're going to be looking at some of the garden jobs that are more similar to what we were looking at in February. And as a result, I released these six months out of sync episodes. So this is my four before that we released in February, looking at all the things that we could be doing back then. I'm sure that you know all of this already, so I will just hand you over to the show from six months ago. Today we are doing our four things to do before the end of February. And of course there is an element of the four befores that are a little bit repetitive because every year we'll be sowing at the same time, we'll be preserving at the same time. But I'm going to try and mix things up. We're going to include some things that we weren't necessarily focusing on last year some things will be and uh, that's how we're going to go about it so we're going to start with something that really you need to do every February I'm sure most of you have already done it but uh it is to plan your gardening equipment for the year make sure that you've got everything that you need we're in February now spring is just around the corner and we're going to be out in our greenhouses in our potting sheds in our allotments very very soon and we're going to be turning around and reaching for those things that we're going to need compost for planting out our seeds perhaps uh, some pots some additional containers whatever it is you're going to be using and needing throughout the spring now's the time to make sure that you have it we all know how over the last couple of years things have tended to have a habit of just disappearing off the shelves without us expecting it and there's no reason to think that's going to change anytime soon so you don't want to be going out and buying compost at the same time everyone else is try and get ahead of the curve same applies for your seeds make sure that you've got all the seeds that you need and everything that you're going to want to do just spend a moment now to think about what it is you're going to be sowing making sure that you've got not only those seeds but also all the peripheral equipment that you're going to to require for sowing them and planting them make sure you are up and ready so when the gun goes off you're up and out of the blocks and ready to go we're also going to be talking a little bit later today about actually sowing some things you know we're there aren't we we are there so definitely make sure that you're planning everything that you're going to need for your garden making sure that you've got all of those things in place now so that when the time comes to go and reach for it as the uh, urban homesteading uk podcasters would say you're looking at it not looking for it and that's something i really love so make sure that you're looking at everything that you need when 
you need it. That's number one, just to make sure that you're all prepared for the spring, prepared for sowing season. You can probably tell in my voice I'm really excited about sowing season, even though we're not going to be nearly as sowing as we were last year due to our personal circumstances and our house move that's coming up. We're definitely going to be sowing. I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, So number two on our list is to mend something. This is one that hasn't appeared before. And now's the time to think about all those things that we've just had sat at the back of our shed or down in the bottom cupboard in the corner of our kitchen or at the back of our sock drawer that need repairing or mending. And this can take the form of anything. You should think about trying to mend one thing before the end of February to tick this one off your four before to-do list and uh, like I say it can be anything I have recently via my wife had a pair of my work trousers sewn up that had ripped they're all repaired and I'm ready to go again I repaired last year several times a garden umbrella Uh, it could be anything a piece of equipment a tool perhaps you've got a garden fork that needs a new handle now's the time to do it and this is really tapping into what it means to be a homesteader and to reduce that gap between our consumption and our production isn't it because something fixed something mended is just as good as something bought except for you've saved yourself some money you've saved that broken thing going to landfill you've done a little bit to reduce your footprint upon this planet and you might even have learnt a new skill if you're going to be repairing the handle on a garden fork perhaps you're going to have to learn how to hot rivet first which is something we can all learn to do it's not a difficult thing so whatever it is go and have a look for those fixed and or unfixed those broken things that you've got lying around and have a go at actually repairing it and there's a, you know we're moving into a throwaway society and it's disheartening for me there are so many things these days that just aren't designed to be repaired i recently went and visited a client where i had to try and fix a the mechanism within inside within the uh, the cistern on his toilet and it was a closed system all concealed very difficult to get to and the actual mechanism itself is not designed to be repaired it's designed to break be thrown out and replaced and it's really really disheartening for me and I'm sure it is for most of you guys who listen because if you're listening then you're going to be that way inclined I would imagine but we can all do our part and try and repair those things that need it and it doesn't have to be anything complicated it could be just patching up as I did an old pair of trousers or it can be repairing something much larger like your lawnmower whatever you think you can have a go at have a go at it and make a repair so that's the first two of our four things to do before the end of february get all of your garden planning done for the spring and make sure that you've got everything you need and mend something and if you don't have anything to mend if you repair everything as it breaks then i've got an adaption to that one perhaps improve something so if you've got something that's working but could be improved then do that instead perhaps you've got a door that just sticks a little bit when you use it maybe you want to sand or plane the side of that door down maybe you want to take a piece of equipment in your garden and make it do a second job or perhaps you want to improve the way that you store your equipment by 
putting up a new shelf in your shed or adapting the shelves you've already got there. If you can't mend something because you don't have anything to mend, then improve something instead. And that will tick this one off of your list of your four things to do before the end of February. Hi guys, I'm just very quickly interrupting the show to say please consider supporting it. If you'd like to consider supporting this one-man operation, there's lots of ways you can do it. One of the easiest of which is just to talk about it, to share it online, on your social media pages or with friends. By growing this audience is one of the best ways that we can actually ensure that the show is sustainable. If you'd like to support it more directly, then please consider becoming a patron. You can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash self-sufficient hub by becoming a patron you help me to achieve things that i'd love to be able to do in the future such as buying better equipment to increase the quality allowing me to pay myself some time to spend on the podcast again increasing the quality of it and also paying for things like transcription and show notes if you would like to do that please do consider going to patreon.com forward slash self-sufficient hub thank you Everything you do to support this show is really appreciated. Okay, so we've got on our to-do list already to plan your garden stuff, to mend something, and if you can't mend it, improve it. Next up is Sew Something. Now, this is going to be a perennial addition to our 4x4 for February and probably March as well and there's no getting away from it now is the time we can turn our mind towards sewing and there are lots of things that we can start sewing right now and even if you don't think that there is then perhaps there are things you can do to change your plans to extend your season and that's going to make it easy for you to do it now we're going to talk first of all about some things that you you might need some heated propagators for if you've got got those if you've got some way of heating some soil you can be sowing things like tomatoes and chilies right now even in the the temperate uk if you've got a heated propagator you can think about sowing tomatoes and chilies right now give them a huge head start and of course you're going to need some infrastructure for this to get that in place now you will need some way of heating that soil in your propagator then you're going to need a greenhouse or somewhere to transfer it but Even if you don't have all of those things, there are other things that you can sow. Basil is also probably going to want some heated soil, but you could maybe get away at the end of the month by sowing some basil seeds just in a windowsill. That should do the job. And if you don't have any way of introducing heat, if you don't have any way of you know, using a propagator in your house, that's fine. We can be sowing things like broad beans in our soil, direct sowing broad beans. Now's the time you can do it. If you didn't sow early in the autumn, you can be getting them in now in the early, early, early spring. We're not even in spring, late winter. Broad beans can definitely be going in the ground. So Wherever you live, you might have lots of different options available to you. If you're not in the UK, if you're further south than us without going as far as the equator, then you're going to be sowing lots of things earlier than we can here. Make the most of it. Don't miss that opportunity because you can only extend your season at this end if you're going to be sowing early. And there's lots of ways you can do it. And if you can't Perhaps, for whatever reason, you can't be sowing anything right now. Perhaps you don't have the space for broad beans in your vegetable plan and you don't have a propagator. Then maybe you should turn your mind, or maybe you could turn your mind, not should, but could turn your mind to building some warm areas, building some hot houses, some 
Um, I'm trying to think of the word. I don't know why it's escaped me. The boxes, <laughs> the raised beds with a glass on top to uh, allow you to increase the temperature in that space and get growing that little bit earlier when you can. If you've still got really cold ground out there and it's still frozen and you can't get your broad beans in, you could add some cloches or just some plastic bottles with the bottoms cut off to your ground just to warm up that little bit that you're going to plant your beans on and get them ahead of the curve. You really can, I'm sure, if you try, get something in the ground this month. You might not be able to do it just yet, but towards the end of the month. But you want to add sowing something to your list, to your four things to do before the end of February list. Get that on there. And the last thing is to make some soup. Here in the UK, February is either our coldest or one of our coldest months of the year with January. And soup is such a fantastic, heartwarming, delightful thing to come home to. And we like to have some soup on the slow cooker, not all the time, but certainly half the time, probably three or four days out of the week, we'll have some soup in the slow cooker. And it's a great skill to learn. It's a great way of using up ingredients that you might not otherwise have a use for. You can use all of your or a lot of your what would otherwise be wasted vegetables, your tomatoes and things that are left over in your fridge, perhaps your carrots. If you've got ends of carrots and carrot peelings, they are a great addition to soups. And of course, your chicken carcasses, if you're cooking whole chickens, you can use them to make your stocks. But there's so many options out there. You've probably got, if you had a full growing season last year, you've probably got some squash left over, some pumpkins perhaps. We're going to be making pumpkin soup this week. We're going to be making a lovely spiced pumpkin soup. We're also constantly making chicken soups and chicken and vegetable soups because we're going through our chickens that are taking up all the space in our freezers we're trying to use up some of those at the moment so we're eating at least one a week which gives us a chicken carcass to make loads of lovely chicken stock with and that is a staple at the moment along with some sourdough bread yum yum so get out there and make some soup if you've never made soup before start with something nice and simple you can use stock cubes if you've never made stock before but it's definitely a lovely avenue down which to experiment because soups are really really forgiving and if you start with a really basic recipe and try it once, then you can start adapting it really easily and using up different vegetables, different things that you've got lying around. And it just ticks so many boxes. It's a great way of using up things like your bones. If you cook from scratch and you've got lots of bones left over from meat that you're cooking, they're going to make fantastic stocks and broths. It's a great way of using up vegetables, perhaps if they've been in the fridge a little bit too long and you're not sure that you want to make anything else out of them or even mushrooms if they've been in the fridge a little bit too long and you're not sure that you want to just serve them up on some toast these are all things that are fantastic additions to soups it's a great way of reducing our food waste it's a great way of connecting with the whole cycle of our food production and it's a lovely time of year to be making it because like i say when you get in from a really really cold stint outside and there's some soup in the slow cooker just sat there ready to go you can just dive your ladle in there cut yourself a lovely chunk of bread and you are ready to go i can't think of much 
that I'd want to come home to more than some soup. So that's the last one on our four things to do before the end of February. So to summarise them, have your pen and paper ready, write them down, add them to your to-do list, mend something, and if you can't mend something, improve something. Plan your spring gardening and make sure that you have everything that you're going to want for it. So when the time comes, you're looking at it, not for it. Sow something. If you're lucky enough to have a propagator that you can sow in, in indoors then make the use of that and if you aren't then think about things like broad beans and then finally make some soup and uh, hopefully you'll have all of those things ticked off of your to-do list by the end of February and if you do that every month if every month you tick off these four things to do before the end of the month I think you'll have a more self-sufficient year than you otherwise would. Good luck with them everybody let me know how you get on I love hearing from you and I will speak to you all next week. Cheers. This episode of the Self-Sufficient Hub podcast was brought to you by our patrons. You guys are awesome. If you'd like to support the show, there's lots of ways you can do it. The easiest of which is just to like and review it wherever you get our podcasts. You can also tell somebody about it, whether that's on social media or just face to face with a friend who you think might benefit from it. But however you support our podcast, we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to become a patron, please consider doing so by going to patreon.com forward slash self-sufficient hub. However you support the podcast, it's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Thank you ever so much for listening, and I'll speak to you really soon.